Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So Dwight, I know, that, I know that a lot of people have difficulties coming up with concepts and ideas for their own RPG. So what I was thinking is, why don't we, over the next couple things, come up with help them come up with their own ideas and subplots and things like that. Just to try to help them see how to get the ball rolling. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot of people have problems coming up with their own ideas for RPGs. So let's just tackle it. So the first thing I like to do, um, and this may be a lot easier if you only have one system that you play in, but the first thing I would do when I think about coming up with an idea is I try to choose the system I'm playing in. And I'll, I'll, for this reason, if I'm going to be playing in a, a D&D system, then I'm probably going to be more high fantasy. Mm-hmm. If I'm playing in a shadow run, then I'm going to be more of a heist genre in the future. Or a um, vampire masquerade, it's going to be vampires in any genre, but it's going to be more dark. Tend- it tends it's going to be to darker, be. right? Um, if we're going to do a GURPS, that may not help at all because uh, GURPS can be anything. But um, what I try to do is I try to choose an RPG. So if I if I come up and I don't have one I want to care about, like I'm going to do GURPS or something, then I'll move to the next part. I will choose a genre that I'm comfortable working in. So I typically, it's kind of weird this whole, you know, this is like Halloween week, but I don't um, typically choose horror as a main genre. I choose something like um, mystery or high fantasy or you really don't choose mystery as a main genre. I'll choose like a high fantasy or a modern or a yeah. future, like a sci-fi. And then those are subgenres that you put on. Yeah, I'll put in a scene or two, right? A gaming session that might be very heavily mystery based or heavily horror based or something like that. Maybe, you know, something different, but I'll choose a genre. So am I going to do high fantasy, low fantasy? Okay, great. That helps me a little bit. Are we going to do, um, you know, futuristic? That helps me differently than, you know, am I doing a Star Trek or a Star Wars story versus a Lord of the Rings story versus a Game of Thrones story versus mm-hmm. like a, Hey, we're gonna do um, we're gonna do a World War II reenactment or uh, Jack the Ripper, um, or we're gonna be in maybe modern-ish day, like somewhere around the year 2000, 2010, and we're gonna be playing vampires, mages, werewolves, or whatever. So, what I do is I try to choose the genre that I want to work in because that helps me a little bit um, figure things out. So then the next step, and this is I think we're gonna spend a lot of our time. I try to take an idea from media that I've loved. So I'm an avid reader. I listen to podcasts. I watch a lot of Netflix. I will um, go on and grab some, you know, graphic novels from time to time. Um, I play video games. So I try to look for storylines that have been in one of those types of genres that I could take. And then manipulate it a little bit too. Absolutely. And I may not take the whole like, their whole plot or their whole subplot. It might just give me an idea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, for instance, you could take Game of Thrones, right? You have um, ruling families, high fantasy type of an area. Um, it kind of feels like medieval times, except you find out that magic and dragons and other weird things are real. Yes. Um, which lends itself well to like a D&D type of campaign, right? Mm-hmm. And so you could choose and say, oh, there's only two factions or seven factions. There's 180 fa- – I mean, 180 is ridiculous. But you can choose a number of factions to play around with. And 
they're all vying for the throne or they're all vying for power or they're all vying for something, mm-hmm. right? So you could then take that and twist it a little bit. To, so that would be a twist where it's like, oh, we're going to do a kind of a Game of Thrones thing. What does that mean? Well, it could mean a lot of things. You could you could actually do Game of Thrones literally if you wanted. You could take one of the smaller houses that was barely mentioned or maybe one that was mentioned somewhat, put it back 100 years Put it forward a hundred years, put your players in that. You could um, just take the concepts from it in general and twist them, steal them, reuse them. It's not like you're going to get hit for plagiarism if you're playing a game at your house. Yeah. Right. Um, I've done the same thing with like I, I read I read something in a book once, and I decided to use it for a monster in a scene, and I twisted the monster. You know, so there's all these things you can do. But for a campaign, what I do is take a whole plot, the major plot point. And say, okay, um, factions vying for power. Cool. Yeah. That sounds good. So why don't we take factions vying for power mm-hmm. as as going forward? Now, let me also explain a couple of other ways you can do this. Um, is there a concept that you've been wanting to explore? Like, what is justice? What is mercy? What is, and that sounds kind of weird, sounds very abstract. But you can do an entire game where you're answering that question and you build in people and plot points and um, subplots where the players are constantly running into an interpersonal struggle against yeah. what is justice. And a great example of that be would be any dialogue option in The Witcher 3 is that what is justice kind what of. What is justice? Is it, and is it for you to determine? Yes. That's I a mean, good question on there too. Right. And so that could be fun to explore. Um, I know, you know, so... For instance, the entire Black Lives Matter thing is really popular right now. And I don't mean popular in terms of like it's a fad or anything. What I mean by that is there's a lot more emphasis on it than there ever has been in the past. Mm -hmm. And I know people are split on it and I don't care about that political reality. But what I do care about is, um, you know, in D&D, there are whole groups of people that exist just to be killed. You could spin your entire game on its head. And you can say, okay, instead of playing the characters that you're normally used to playing, we're all going to be playing like, and you see this, um, you saw this with like Salvador's Drist series. Uh, you have a good drow. All right. So you could do the thing where it's like, okay, everybody's playing a character from the Underdark, but you have to be of neutral or good alignment. And you've all been kicked out of your homes. And we're going to play around with the concept of the fact that everywhere you go, you're hated. And that's a concept of maybe not Black Lives Matter per se, but it's a concept of what do you do with uh, being an underprivileged hero in a society that doesn't want you there? So that's a concept idea that you could explore with. The other thing you can do if you're like totally out of ideas and you don't watch enough stuff and you're just, I'm not creative at all, Dwight and Jacob. I just can't do this. What can I do? I would literally just Google search D&D game ideas. And there are people that will come up with these random ones. And they're normally for like a game session. But you can also find people that are dealing with it at the plot level, like the very highest level. And you can start taking some of those and tweaking them as you need. And then we can go from there. Another concept, too, is if you have all those pre-mates sitting on your shelf, take a look at their story and their world and figure out how could you expand on that not necessarily use everything in there but 
Greyhawk's the whole entire world. You have this interesting castle there. That's a great point. Explore it. Well, so it's like you could you could pull up a Ravenloft. You could pull up a... Under um, Mountain, under anything. Mountain, Temple of Elemental Evil, if you, you don't have to explore. You don't have to explore Under Mountain, but isn't there other things around that world that you could plug in? And there's history on there, and you yeah. could connect it to Under Mountain. Well, there's a ton of stuff for Fair Run uh-huh. in D&D, 3.5 at least. You can actually, I mean, there's so many D&D 3.5 books, most of which are used and cheap. And and who says that you have to stay within D&D for those? Why no. can't you adapt a, a Greyhawk's cut? cut kind of concept for a GURPS or a Vampire of the Masquerade or It'd be interesting for a vampire but yeah you could totally do that so anyway there's a lot of those are like three options you can do there the other thing um, that you'd want to do is once you finally have kind of a concept you're going to want to be able to put it into a one sentence thing to describe the conflict so we talked about above, because here's the deal. For the next, I don't even know how many episodes, but for the next while, we're going to talk about how one can take a concept that we're going to create on the fly right now and work it into an entire gaming session that could last for up to a year. Now, we're not going to plan out every single game session of yours, but we'll plan out the major plots, plots subplots, people, locations, those sorts of things, and tell you how you can do that too. So... Let's take the above. So I said, okay, Game of Thrones has factions vying for power. So let's take that concept and let's just describe a quick conflict. Um, so here's what I like. Uh, how about we have two major kingdoms going to war? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, uh, I don't want that to be the main conflict. Yeah. So what if... Um, there are two advisors or advisors to the each, king, kind of like, um, think of like worm tongue to, uh, the Rorden king mm-hmm. in Lord of the Rings. He's poisoning his mind. He's setting him to war. But these two guys, like these two trusted advisors, each one for each kingdom is setting the Kings against each other on purpose for the fact that they both work for, let's say, um, I don't know exactly what yet, but an extra planer, like a demon or a devil or something that wants to come in and take over this plane of existence. And mm-hmm. so by destroying the two biggest, most powerful kingdoms, he sets himself up to then be able to have a, a world ripe for the taking. Yeah, because those two kingdoms had the power to prevent it if they were stood, stood with each other. But if they're standing against each other, he has the ability to take it. Exactly. So there, so that's our, so our conflict in one sentence is there's an extra planar deity or guy who has decided that he wants to take over the material plane, the plane we're on. Yep. And he's um, planted agents to basically set the two kingdoms against each other. And once they've, after they've gone to war and have depleted each other's resources, he's going to come in and take over the world. Yep. That's the conflict. So over the next number of episodes, we'll deep dive into that, into that conflict. But there you go. In a nutshell, my suggestion is, Take a concept or a beloved movie, book, video game, TV, podcast, whatever concept, or just Google, or as you said, grab old books, old worlds worlds that have been created for you and start to run those in new ways. Mm -hmm. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.